USA, USA, USA. Well, hey, nine minutes of extra time in the second half. Uh, sick scores the goal, and on the goal, he gets hurt, and he was out for the second half. I think he took one of the family jewels. He was out. He got the goal. Second half was testy. I'm glad they didn't call the, a penalty. I hate when they flop. And the Iran player definitely was flopping on that last uh, shot or attempted at a shot in the penalty box. Osman uh, Osman Ovakbar has joined. All right. Hey, what's going on there? JD Talking Sports dropped the G on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, TikTok. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on Apple Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. How about that? And now they're in the knockout stage. You know, they make the Olympic, the, the World Cup in 2018. And now they are playing the Netherlands, Saturday, 9 a.m. Who will Harris root for? The Netherlands? Or you, he's going to root for USA. But still, that's going to be a tough one. England is going to play Senegal. And I asked uh, my old boss what he says. They're always tough, but he feels Senegal will will end up losing, that England will prevail, which I figured as much. They they beat Wales today 3-0, the Brits, and he has to be pumped about that. USA got the win, thank God. Because I'll tell you, if they lost, there was a lot of pressure. I heard there's pressure on the Iran players and families that if they lose, there's going to be repercussions, which is bullshit. It shouldn't happen. They played a tough match, and you they, they called an offsides in the first half, which people are saying, was it or offsides? Was it what? You know, it looked it looked very minuscule if it was, and it's never easy, never which it shouldn't be. But crazy match and USA advances, which you know if they don't advance, it just sets back soccer here because you know it's such a popular sport in the world, and I still feel like here it's you know people watch it, but it 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 it, it pales in comparison to football, to basketball, to baseball. I guess it's got to be on the same par with hockey, but I mean, people don't, it's played by a lot of kids, a lot of people playing it, but you know, it hasn't translated to us. Every time I think our soccer team is going to have a run, it doesn't. I'm still waiting for it to happen, but we'll see what happens against the Netherlands. It's going to be a tough match for them. Who hasn't played great this in this world cup, but we'll see what happens going forward. Senegal made their first in their first appearance, 2002 made the quarterfinals. They didn't make it out of the group stage in 2018. And now they beat Ecuador. Sorry, Pat. They beat them 2-1 today, so that's over with. And we'll see what happens going forward. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Pretty awesome. You know, stressful, yes. Uh, I thought they, you know, they played hard. There's, you know, throwing down and everything. But I think overall, a very good match. And let's move on. All right. And Jason, Jason always sends me great stuff. This is from the NFL and CBS. Last two quarterbacks with multiple games of 300 passing yards and three touch passing touchdowns in first four starts, Patrick Mahomes and Mike White. How about that? Patrick Mahomes and Mike White. Jason always gives me the golden stuff, always the great stuff. And this is awesome from Bill Parcells. I saw this online because, you know, to deal with the whole Zach Wilson situation because they said, Salah said that, Basically, it's game to game, which is hard as a quarterback when you're looking over your shoulder. And I don't think Zach Wilson's shown anything this season that he should be the guy coming back in. But it sounds like that he's going to get another shot. But this is from Parcells. Uh, could be used with Wilson. As a coach, you're always looking for vehicles to solve the problems that a player's having. You have to, you have to solve the problems for the players or else the players can't play at the speed or the ability that he has because he's too busy thinking about what he has to do. So you have to get him playing where he's just playing the game and he's not in his head, basically. That's what I'm saying. And I'll tell you, Mike White, I know he's had some, some games. You know, he threw 400 yards last year, then he had a 400 reception game, came in, played against a very, let's be honest, Bears are not a good team. And now he's going to hit the Vikings, which I'm curious how he's going to play against them, you know. But, you know, I mean, they're all excited to play with him. They weren't excited to play with Zach Wilson. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. Michael Carter's dealing with an ankle issue. Thinks he could play this week. We'll see what happens in that front. Time will tell. But, yeah, I mean, I like what he said right there, that he have to, you have to, basically you have to get the players just playing. The players have to play fast, and you have to get them out of their heads. And that's what you have to do. 
and he, you know, he had probably Parcells had with, you know, with with Phil Sims. He won with Sims. He won with Hostetler. I mean, they lost Sims that season. What was it? Twelve games in the season when they ended up beating the Bills, and they beat a Bills team who was running through everybody. They slowed down the game where they didn't give him a lot of possessions, and they still almost lost the game. But they did a great game plan. I know he had defensive coordinator, he had Belichick, but still, he was a hell of a coach. Hell of a coach. And we'll see what happens. I mean, big game, big, big games this week. Big game for the Jets. You know, the Vikings showed, you know, they got they blown, got blown up by the Cowboys. Then they beat the Pats. And they beat the Pats, but they showed that they're, they're vulnerable to the pass because Mac Jones was dealing. He was cooking in that game, for sure. And we'll see if the Jets can bring it. You know, I mean, we, they, they, I know they have the good D. You got you to gotta go stop Justin Jefferson. And you have to get the, you know, you have to get the, game, the running game, the passing game. And White just got it going. They scored the first possession, and they didn't let up after that. And we'll see what happens going forward. It's going to be exciting. K, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau for the Giants leads all rookie defenders with a 14.5% pass rush win rate. He didn't get any sacks last game. But he got pressures and he got quarterback hits. And they said it was the best game by a rookie this season. And we'll see if they can carry it over. They play the Commanders, who are hot. What Commanders are on a three-game win streak, 7-5. and five. And the Giants, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. They're going to play at home. And Barkley is going to need a game because he hasn't been running. And Daniel Jones has been in a slump. The team's been in a slump. They're, they haven't played. They lost to the Lions. They lost last week to the... They lost the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, up at the half and got blown out second half. Yeah, you know, and they're still in the hunt for the. But both teams are still in the playoff hunt, which is great. You know, we're going to Week 13 and we're in the playoff hunt. That's I, I love that shit. That makes me happy. And then we had Monday Night Football last night. Ugh. Now I know he's 37 year old, and Matt Ryan looked really skinny. Michigan and I were talking about it, looking at him on the field, how tiny he looks on the field, and threw for 36 yards in the first half. Five, like 5-13 five of 13 for 36 yards. Ugly, ugly, ugly first half. They're down 16-3, and I thought the game was over. Well, they ended up taking a 17-16 lead. Then the Steelers came down, and Benny Snell out of Kentucky, Benny Snell Jr., came down. Is it Benny Snell Jr.? Benny Snell Sr.? I think he's Benny Snell Sr. he goes by because I think he has a kid. He ended up having a touchdown run. Then they got a two-point conversion, so they're up. Yeah, Benny Snell Jr. They're up 24-17, and then that's when the shit falls apart because they had three timeouts, and they let like it, they were letting 30 seconds go off the clock. And the last couple plays where I, I, Ryan, I think, didn't know where the first down marker was. He went down, and then instead of calling a timeout, they tried to rush a run-in where they got stopped. So it's fourth and three. They call timeout fourth and three, and the play goes to shit, and he tries to get a ball into to uh it wasn't who was it paris on that that's it i thought it was paris colts yeah paris campbell and he had two guys on him and he got hit it didn't look like it didn't look like uh mink minka fitzpatrick it looked like he hit him on the shoulder and i thought they were looking for a pass interference penalty but after the game you know he didn't want it Basically, they were ripping Saturday apart because he had three timeouts and didn't use them. And the problem was, I didn't have a problem not using the timeouts because he didn't want the ball to get back to the Steelers. He thought they'd get it. He didn't want to leave a lot of time on the clock. But they were at like the 35-yard line. They needed a touchdown. It wasn't like they were at the five-yard line. They let a lot of clock go, and they weren't even in the red zone yet. So I felt like they were taking way too much time for a team that should have been playing a lot more hurry up. And I'll tell you, the passes that were getting completed by Matt Ryan were tight, tight coverage. I don't know how they were getting in there. And Ryan, you know, I mean, they're they're four seven and one. Pretty much the season's over. They Zach Kiefer, who covers the Colts for the Athletics, said they're not going to Sam Ellinger. They're sticking with Matt Ryan. Saturday says, you know, he has to be transparent, and it was his fault, and he wished he could have that, you know, taking that timeout and everything. It's after the fact. Everybody's bashing him. He's only played what's he one and two as a coach right now. And but I think that's a simple thing, and I know he's not calling the plays. He got that young guy calling the plays, and he's not calling them. But you got to know time management. You got to know that you got. I, I mean, it's okay to take some time, 
but you got to get you got to get things moving and they it almost seemed nonchalant in a way and it ended up biting him in the ass yeah i mean pickett pickett looked uh i know he didn't want to give the ball back and you know yeah i, I agree it yeah it just those last couple of plays were terrible they were terrible yeah i, I yeah and and ryan is 37 i mean he did have a he did take off at the end but he's not mobile i mean they were hitting him they got close to him and it was over and 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 this is i didn't know this but the steelers first time since 1999 they had four rushers 30 plus yards i i was like the first time since 99 they had four rushers with 30 plus yards i was like wow i would think they had but it seems like forever picket 10 different receivers caught balls the Colts have 21 turnovers, two last night. That's an Leeds NFL. They came in two for 10 on fourth downs. They were two for three last night. And since 2008, Ryan has 46 game-winning drives in the fourth quarter in overtime. No 47. Steelers ran for 172. They were averaging the first 11 weeks, 108 yards a game. So they, that was good. Pick it through for a buck, 74. No interceptions, which is good. No touchdowns. Also ran for 32. Benny Snell had 62. Harris had, Snell had 62 and a touchdown. Harris... Had Najee Harris had 35 and a touchdown, but went out with an abdominal injury. I think it was oblique. Pickens had a catch. One of his catches, amazing catch. And it really wasn't a great angle to see it, but three for 57. And the Colts had a bunch. Yeah, Colts had a bunch of guys. Yeah. Ryan threw for a buck 99, 22 or 34. Four for 22 on the ground. Taylor had 86 and a touchdown, so that was better. Jelani Woods. Out of uh, Virginia, 8 for 98. Michael Pittman had 7 for 61 to touchdown. And next Sunday night, we have the Cowboys hosting the Colts. I mean, hey, Steelers are visiting the 5 and five and 7 Falcons. Alex Highsmith, 10 sacks in the season. They said he should get a Pro Bowl berth for the Steelers this year and a massive contract extension on the horizon. We'll see if that happens. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. So Jeff Satter says today he'll talk to the players when they're back in the building tomorrow. Should have done something different. You know, I want to make sure everybody feels that you own whatever portion is yours in, in, in the game, whatever, wishing he'd call timeout late in the loss. He did it. I, I just don't understand. To me, that seems like common sense. I mean, I know you're not trying to give the team back, but you need you can't let 30 seconds when you have two minutes left bleed off the clock like that. I mean, it's got to – it doesn't make sense to me. You know, I, I'm sorry. I don't care if it's a coach coaching three games or a coach – and it happens all the time. And I'm like, guys, time management, that's one thing you guys got to be on top of. I mean, it just has to happen. I mean, it, it just has to. I mean, it, it, and it was ugly. It was ugly to watch. Yeah, I mean, and the fans were furious. And, and in the first half, or the second half, they had a touchdown, I thought, because they were, you know, first and goal. And a fumble, I don't remember the fumble, but it was in Ryan's hands, and he lost it. Like, he fell down, and the ball squirted through his hands. And, the, you know, they said the Steelers were doing everything they could to give them a touchdown, and they fumbled it, and then it was right back in Ryan's hands, and he lost the ball, which I, I just, I was trying to, what, how did that happen? How did he not, I mean, I know, guys, you know, it's 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 fast and everything, but you got to recover that ball, man. It's red zone. You're in, you're in, you, you got to put it in, and yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad for uh, Colt fans out there because that was ugly. That was really ugly. Melvin Gordon, Kansas City practice squad. Janoris Jenkins, Niners practice squad, Eliza, Elijah Mitchell, they're saying six to eight weeks knee injury. He sprained the MCL on his left, left knee. He sprained the MCL on his right knee earlier this year. So he's been out all season. One, I mean, that's not good. Both knees. And he, he had a, what do you have, 59 yards rushing? And and then I saw CMC has knee. What, what what did I see? What did they what did they put it as? Yeah, CMC has something. Yeah, I want to make sure I get this right. Day-to-day -day with knee irritation. He only had 15 touches. So you know what that means? Jordan Mason, undrafted free agent at Georgia Tech, five rushes for 25 yards. He could be getting a lot of carries. And they they sent they sent the other they sent their other running back to the to the Dolphins, whose name escapes me right now. I mean, it, they but they got CMC, so that's what they're worried about. CMC if he can't stay healthy, you know. And now you have Elijah Mitchell comes back and the MCL on the other knee he sprains. Crazy, yeah, crazy. And, 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 and then Jason sent me this one. So Justin Herbert's 10 passes from Ty Marino's record of 98 touchdown passes in the first three seasons. So Mahomes, his first season, he played one game, no touch, no, actually threw an interception, no touchdowns. The next three years, he threw 114. 
his first three real seasons. So it's kind of little like, okay, Marino has the record for the first three seasons, but Mahomes played one game his first season. And I was like, yeah, Jace, that's, that's a little crazy. And Jason just coming through with all the gems, just all the gems. But how about that? Mahomes' first three seasons, 140, even more than Marino. And Marino was a phenom, was amazing. And Robert Kraft interrupted Devin McCourty's press conference to honor and congratulate him on his coming, uh, coming this Thursday night against the Bills' 200th NFL start. He gave him a collage with tiny images from his 200 games played. Thank you, Andrew Callahan, for that. Yeah, classy. That's nice. That's nice. Aaron Donald, high ankle sprain, no update on availability. They host the Seahawks, and there's talk that they might shut him down for the season. They might shut down, you know, with the head and neck with Stafford. The ankle for Cooper Cup might shut him down for the season. And then Allen Robinson, I heard foot, I heard foot, I heard he's done for the season. But that they might shut down all of them right now because, you know, they're three and eight and they're not making the playoffs. Because yeah, they have to go, they'd have to win six in a row. I don't think that's happening. Damian Harris out with a thigh injury week to week. Not expected to play Thursday night for the Pats against the Bills. That's gonna hurt them. Cardinals left tackle DJ Humphreys back, back. He's out for the season. J.K. Dobbins need to return from IR. That means they have 21 days to activate him for the Ravens. Oh, he's returning from IR. So, oh, so I guess they have 21 days to do that. Mixing concussion and Jamar Chase hip expected to play when they host Kansas City. Yeah, we'll see if that happens. Raiders not happy that Darren Waller, 30 years old, hamstring. He's really not doing his best to get back on the field. They just signed him for three years, $51 million in September. He has 16 catches, 175 yards, and a touchdown. If they can save nearly $12 million in the cap if they trade him in the offseason, and Packers had interested him at the trade deadline. But, you know, when a team starts saying you're not coming back and whatever, and he's not playing, you're not helping the team if you're in the if you're in the trainer's room. You only help him on the field. That's what Parcells says. I don't care what you're doing, but you're only helping me if you're on the field. And he hasn't been in the field. He's been hurt all season. So we'll see what happens there. Deshaun Watson is going to face the one-on-one Texans. Texans, the fourth most yards and ninth most points in the NFL. The four and seven Browns have a 7% chance of making playoffs. He's had an 11-game suspension, 700 days. Last regular season action, January 3rd, 2021. And I saw something. I loved what I, I saw this, and I said, you know what? This is, I, I like when people write stuff. And Sarah Wall said, Jacoby Brissett began the season as the Browns' starting quarterback but spent all year being told it was only temporary and it wasn't his job. Today, he led the Browns to an overtime victory against the Bucks. That was Sunday. Over the course of the season, he's handled himself with class, grace, and showed such leadership that while we were doing this interview, players were coming up to him, hugging him, and saying how much they love him. Deshaun Watson returns from his suspension next week, this Sunday. And while we don't know what Brissett's future holds, it's clear how he's impacted his teammates. I thought that was, I thought, yeah, I thought that was just real classy. And he is. He's that kind of guy. He doesn't have the talent of a Deshaun Watson, but, you know, the team loves him, and that, that counts for something. I thought that was a, a nice little thing by Sarah Walsh. I thought that was great. Yeah, we'll see what happens. KC, best odds to win the Super Bowl per DraftKings, then Buffalo, Philly, San Francisco, Dallas, and Miami. You know, just because their D hasn't given up a – point in the second half since week eight so come on i mean that, that, that's something that's happening right now they host the bucks on sunday bucks are five and six the niners are seven and four damian has to be pumped about that that'll be cool cj garter johnson lacerated kidney out indefinitely yeah that that's i don't think he's gonna be play this week I, I mean he might come back in a couple weeks but lacerated kidney doesn't sound like that's gonna happen anytime soon and jonathan abrams from former first round pick out of mississippi state by the raiders who waived them this season he played two games with the Packers. They just waived him, too. So I would say that uh, future does not look bright for him at all, at, uh, at all. And Luke Fickle with, with, took the Wisconsin job. He met with Jim Leonard, who thought he was getting the job. He was the interim coach, defensive coordinator, who the Packers really wanted. He stayed at Wisconsin. They met for an hour yesterday. They're meeting on Wednesday. Options are open. Talk about what future looks like. We don't know what that is right now. Now he's going to be the number five fickle, the number five coach, annual average, uh, fifth highest paid coach in the Big Ten ahead of Kirk Ferentz. Annual average salary, he is six behind Harbaugh, Franklin, Day, Tucker, Rule, and Rule got a huge contract too. Yeah, he got seven years, Luke Fickle, $7.5 million average over life of deal that goes up to $7.8 million. That's a lot of money, dude. That's a lot of shekels. Yeah, and I saw Leipold got 
for Kansas, he got a five-year, what did he get? Yeah. He got uh, $5 million a year through 2029 with each season he'll receive an annual raise of 100000 He's 8-16. and 16, Started this year 5-0. and 0, They finished 6-6. Six and six. They're now investing $5 million for assistance and $2.5 million for staff. Both of these pools also increased by 100000 annually. So they want to get, hey, it's a basketball school. Just like UNC, they're trying to get the, the football program up to snuff. And he's a good coach. Listen, he's a good coach. I know they, they lost their starting quarterback, so let's be honest there. You, lo- you, you lose your star quarterback, things are going to change. But they're playing good football, and the future looks bright there, and that's what happens. And I Fickle wanted to go back to the Big Ten. I, 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 I sit down, he's going to the Big 12. They got a new facilities. They're talking about coaches who could end up going there. Who was I reading about? Who were they saying? Yeah, I, I yeah, shit. I, yeah, I was trying to Cincinnati. They said the one of the assistant coaches, but that now going to the big the Big Ten that they might go after football. Co- yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would think someone going to the Big Twelve they're going to want to jump on that chance. Potential coach, yeah, potential coaches. I, that's it's a good Matt Campbell who they don't think is big. Gino uh, Guadugli, who is the offensive coordinator who played there, that's a guy they said. They're saying Jason Candle from Toledo, Sean Clark from Appalachian State, Mo Lindquist from Buffalo, and Jim Leonard, Alex Golish, the Texas offensive coordinator. But I think uh, I think they should go with the guy who's worked with the program. I think that's a good step up. I think he played there. He knows the culture. And I think he would be, Guadigli would be the guy to go after, in my opinion. I think that's it, it, it keeps the continuity with the program going well. I think that's a good thing. And Big Ten finds Michigan State 100000 for those fights with Michigan and cornerback Kerry Crump eight games suspended next season. They Michigan they reprimanded Michigan for the tunnel, you know, melee. But So that's over with. We'll see how that goes. Mike Hart could be the next head coach at Western Michigan. He coached there with P.J. Fleck. And UNLV firing of Marcus Arroyo and West, so West Michigan just fired Tim Lester. So FBS public schools committed $73 million in buyouts to head coaches this year. Doesn't include buyouts to assistant coaches and $3.5 million Wisconsin will pay Cincy for Luke Fickle. Is that crazy? And Hugh Freeze, second shot in SEC with Auburn, beat Bama twice at Ole Miss. And, and I, th- I mean, this to me. This was from Ross Dellinger. Hugh Freeze at his press conference said, I want to win in football games, but I've already won in life. That matters a lot more. Are you fucking kidding me? Who who talks like that? I've won at the game of life. Really? No one cares about that. I'm sorry. You're in the SEC. They care about winning. I'm glad you've won at the game of life, but nobody gives a shit. Auburn wants to get back to national championships and playing for SEC championships and national championships and being in contention every goddamn season. It's been a bumpy road for a while. And they want to get back there. They don't, I'm, you know, dude, Hugh, it's glad you, I'm glad you won at life, but that other shit is b- bullshit. You saying that stuff like, really? Are you fucking kidding me? Who, who talks like that? Nobody talks like that. It was kind of like Kyrie talking about playing with KD and how it's just magnificent. The, the way he was talking, nobody talks like that. No wonder you just come across as a douchebag. I'm not a fan of you. And the more you, th- I just play basketball. And, you know, he has his backpack. What are you, your backpack? You're, where, where are you going? I can see I'm training somebody. Your backpack? You, you're running somewhere afterwards? Yeah, I, I thought that was hilarious. Him with his backpack, sunglasses, and all of your, you know, you know, can't see your eyes and everything. I love that shit. Inside, you're wearing sunglasses. Cracks me up. Yeah, the Maxwell Award for the Player of the Year. Hendon Hooker, Caleb Williams, and C.J. Stroud. Davey O'Brien for Best Quarterback. C.J. Stroud, Max Dugan, and Caleb Williams. I hope C.J. Stroud gets knocked out. Hey, listen, they said he's a redshirt sophomore, so he can go to the draft. Top five pick. And he lost to Michigan the last two years, which is awesome. Yeah, and it, the power the power shift is changing the conference, which is kind of nice. You know, it's kind and I don't think they're going to get it back. Harbaugh, Big Ten Coach of the Year, twelve and zero, first time since '97. Michigan replaced offensive and defensive coordinator and five NFL draft picks, three in the first two rounds, second consecutive Big Ten title game. They are plus three twenty six in point differential, leads FBS, getting it done. Now we'll see. Will the NFL come a call into Jim Harbaugh and he thought he got the Minnesota job and he didn't get it? We'll see what happens going forward on that front. That's going to be interesting. And Hudson Card, three years. He's a sophomore, two years of eligibility. At Texas, is entering the transfer portal. Two interceptions, 196 passing attempts at Texas. He had a 143 NFL 
rating in 45 play action passes this season. Now, schools that were after him at a high school, Texas A&M and Arkansas would be good fits for him going forward. And, I mean, they have Quinn Ewers for another year. Arch Manning's coming in. It, it's a smart move on his part. And UAB football wrote a letter to the president supporting their interim coach, Bill Clark. Uh, I'm sorry. They want they want Brian Vincent retained, who took over for Bill Clark 6-6 six and six this season. And, you know, players like the interim coach because they were playing for him. And sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Like, you know, I mean, like, listen, Georgia Tech, I thought that Will Fritz was taking the job. No, Brent Key is going from interim head coach to head coach at Georgia Tech. I think it's a good move. They went 4-4. Four and four. They played well. They beat, some, they beat some top teams. They also beat UNC two weeks ago. I thought they were playing a lot better with him, and that's a good move. And I think UAB, hey, listen, the players came forward to send a letter to the president. Why not? When 6-6, six and six, you're bowl eligible. Who are you bringing in to coach UAB? Who are you, who, who are you going from outside that you're going to bring in? Why not bring somebody who knows the program who's not going to come here and just abandon ship in like a year or two if he has a good season? I'm, I'm shocked. Will Fritz, I thought he was going to go. But Gumbershev said maybe he, he loves uh, Nola as much as I do. I said maybe he does. Maybe he loves Lucky Dogs. I don't know. But I think that he has a good, a good he's a solid, solid team that can, can play in a New Year's Six Bowl. And like Cincinnati has, you know, that's the thing. It's not about getting there. It's about, you don't want to be a one-hit wonder. You want to be a team, look at like Saban, every year, just restocks, reloads. I know they're, they're still 10-2 and two this year. That's not a rebuilding year. I know he talks about rebuilding. 10-2 and two is still 10-2. and two. I know it's not 12-0 and over goddamn season, but 10 wins a season is nothing to shake a tail feather at, as opposed to other schools. And Cincinnati, Luke Fickle, hey, they didn't, they didn't 9-3 and three this year. They didn't, undefeated last year, went to the college football playoff. That's still a solid season. It's not like they went 4-9. And I think maybe Fritz is an older coach, 62 years old. He wants to, you know, he wants to build something here, and he thinks he can. Why not? I like it. Northwestern, 1-11. Defensive coordinator Jim O'Neill, defensive line coach Marty Long, and wide receiver coach Dennis Springer are being let go. You can't go 1-11 and players stay, guys stay around. And one season at Kentucky, Rich Scangarello, out of the defensive coordinator, former Niners quarterback coach. So he left the Niners. They brought in Brian Greasy, who's been lauded for the work he's been doing this season with the Niners. And Scangarello thought, I I guess he thought he was going to get a head coaching job. Now he's looking for a job for next season. We'll see what happens. And South Alabama opens up a Tulane next season. And I love... there's always good stuff I find, and one of the one of the guys I love is Zach Barnett. Texas Tech's comeback versus Oklahoma, the most improbable win of the season. I, he said he's he's tracked every FBS game over the last two seasons, 733, counting across five statistics to see how often they correlate with winning: rushing yards, passing yards, scoring first, leading at halftime, and winning turnovers. He said a halftime lead puts you on path 80% of the time you win the game. And it's better than a coin flip, which is 60%. So entering Saturday, teams that won all five categories, what we call the quinfecta among these parts, were 274 and zero. And the vast majority of those 274 victories were not close. The average quinfecta margin was around 30 points until this past Saturday in Lubbock. Texas Tech 51-48 over Oklahoma in overtime. So Red Raiders trailed 14-0 after one, 24-23 at the half. They were outrushed. 210-163. They were at pass 462 to 436. They lost turnovers 2 to 1. Yet they won the game, the first of 285 games in a similar situation to do so over the la- over this season and last. It wasn't just losing the the the, the box score, he said. Oklahoma averaged 4.7 yards per carry, Texas Tech 3.6. Oklahoma averaged 11 yards on 42 passes, Tech averaged 8.5 on its 51 passes. Texas Tech even lost points off turnovers 10 to 7. They trailed 24-6 Texas Tech, 6-25 to play in the first half. They pulled within a point, which is crazy. And they also managed to pull off a particular trick in large part because its defense yielded 79 yards on two second-half drives but ended in turnovers on downs. So the Red Raiders, Red Raiders got leads at 30-24, 38-31, and 45-38 and faced defeat when... Tyler Show fired an interception, the second turnover of the game in his own 31 516 remaining, but they forced a 42-yard field goal. Crazy. They said if Texas Tech had thrown for 27 more yards, they would have won the passing statistic and that's lost its particular achievement. Pretty crazy. They said 
They said the Red Raiders then mounted a drive that was successful but not too successful, stalling out at the OU 25 to set up Trey Wolf's overtime-forcing field goal with three seconds to play. Crazy, right? Yeah, crazy. So, also, lowest post-game win, expect win expectancy in, in a win, Week 13, Texas Tech 39% over Oklahoma. They had a 39% chance. The lowest was Georgia Southern over Appalachian State. That was 27%. And the lowest postgame win expectancy this season was Texas Tech. 2% was over, over Texas. 2%. 2%. Is that crazy? 2%. That, that to me is nuts. Yeah, I mean, that, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you hear this stuff. Yeah. So he tracked all this, and I just was like, this, this is crazy. When I read this stuff, I thought that was really cool that the Quin, what they call the Quinfecta, and they still, and, and they lost the game. All five categories, and they still won the game on that. They still, Texas Tech still ended up winning the game. And they said Texas Tech against Texas, they trailed 31-17 deep in the third quarter and was outrushed, but won because it had a 2-0 turnovers margin and went in a probable 6-for-8 on fourth down against Texas. They had a gargantuan 100 to 60 advantage in total plays. It's just crazy when you read this stuff. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Yeah. The year to date, week 13 numbers, win all five, rush for more, pass for more, score first, lead at halftime, win turnovers. 39 uh, win all five, you're 10 and 1, win turnovers, you're 39. It's it's amazing. They said, year to date, if you win all five, rushing, passing, score, lead at halftime, win turnovers, you're one. it was 138-1. 138 and one That's why they play the games. I thought that was great. So Zach Barnett, I told him I'm going to talk about it. He rocks. He, a football scoop, always great stuff. Always great stuff. Devils, down 2 nothing, two goals in three, three minutes and one second for the Rangers. It, Panarin got his first goal in 13 games. And then Mika Zavanejek got his... Team high, 11th goal. And then they, Ford answered from the Devils. Made, third period, they got a power play goal by Trocek, his eighth, to make it 4-3. Empty netter by the Devils. The Devils are now 19-4. and The Rangers are 10-9-4. and Rangers three-game losing streak. Devils three in a row. 16 of 17. 13 wins this month. Ties a franchise record for the Devils. And 10th win in a row on the road. 19-4. and They were 28th in the league last year. 19, unbelievable. Shesterkin blamed himself for the loss. But I said, well, they blew it. And then she, Michigan brought up a good point. She said, should should the Rangers, you know, I'm blinking on his name, Rangers coach, Rangers coach. No, no, that's Rangers coach is, yeah, should Gerard Gallant, should he be let go? Should they move on? Should they go in a different direction? And I know they, they went to the Stanley Cup Finals with the, with Vegas, and then he was out very. Sh I mean, he didn't, he didn't last too long with. Yeah, he he did not last too long. They're not playing great hockey right now. They went to the the Eastern Conference Finals. I I feel like you got to give him some time. But it was an interesting thing you brought up. I'd ask Ari, but Ari's too busy to get back to me. He's a busy man, very busy. And the Mets, Eric Chavez is going to bench coach. Jeremy Barnes is going to hitting coach to replace Chavez, who. They, they 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 like a lot, and Chavez is going to get some excellent tutelage under Buck Showalter, and Glenn Sherlock, who is Buck's right hand man, will move into role move in a role he where he'll coach the team's catchers and work to prevent uh, the opposition's running game via pitch calling, and he's also Francisco Alvarez, the top prospect. Will he start the the, the season with the Mets or not? It's very going to be very interesting, but the I mean Chavez was up for the job the Angels job in 2019 and Epler as Epler's he's worked closely with Epler and we'll see what happens going forward but you know and, and Chavez going from from hitting coach now to the bench coach means that he's being groomed maybe maybe Showalter in a couple of years is going to step down if they win a championship which he's never won he's been coach of the year four different teams we'll see what happens on that front yeah crazy right Unbelievable. We'll see. And Rays have reached out to DeGrom. No uh, state income tax. They can't pay him as much as the Mets, but 
He's a home in Florida, and this is something to keep an eye on in the future. So we'll see what happens going forward. The Pistons, Knicks tonight at in in Detroit. Knicks are nine and eleven. Pistons five and seventeen. Then they got the Bucks, Mavs, Cavs, and Hawks. They got a tough games coming up. So, and you know, Thibodeau, they were talking about, you know, his job was in jeopardy. Then they started winning some games on the road trip, but they're losing again, and they've been losing. I we'll see what happens. Magic at the Nets. Ben Simmons left with an injury. Left knee soreness. Nine minutes left in the first half. He had four rebounds, three assists in 11 minutes. That's not good because he'd been playing prior seven games coming into Monday. Five starts, plus 29. One point behind Katie for best of the team. Was averaging 14, eight rebounds, six assists, and two steals a game. His rebounds, assists, and steals were leading the team. He was playing good ball. He was playing a lot, but... The knee soreness gets me nervous. KD, 77th career game with 40-plus points. One more, and he ties Rick Barry for 11th all-time. Two more, and he'll tie Kareem for 10th. 77th career game with 40-plus. Season I, 45, 19 for 24 shooting, 3 for 5, 19 for 24, 79% from the field. Guy's amazing. Brooklyn is now 11-11. Orlando's 5-16. and 16. Claxton at 17 points, 13 rebounds. Kyrie, 20. Joe Harris at 17. Boncaro at 24, Franz Wagner 21, and Bobol had 24, but 5 and 16. They are getting back uh, Markel, Markel uh, Futz, Fultz. Wait, I, I always say his name wrong. Markel. I want to make sure I say his name right. Yeah, Markel Fultz is coming back. He hasn't played yet this season. He's been out with a fractured toe, so that, that'll help them going forward. But the Nets, they are playing. Nets are playing. I think they're off tonight. Rangers are playing Ottawa on Wednesday away, and then I'm going to the game on Friday in the Garden. Yet yeah, Wizards tomorrow at home, Raptors at home Friday, and Celtics at home Sunday for the Nets. All right, so Joel Embiid got uh, missed four games he played yesterday. Sixers beat the beat the who did they play yesterday? Oh, Atlanta. I'm sorry, 104-101, Embiid, yeah, 30 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Sixers are 12-9, Atlanta is 11-10, Tobias Harris at 24, 10 rebounds, Young at 18 points, 10 assists. Pascal Siakam, 10 games with an adductor strain. Well, he came, you know, 18 points, 11 rebounds. They beat the Cavs, 100-88, and Mitchell, 8 points, only his third game in 21 games, under 20 this season. Toronto, 11-9, 8-2 at home. Cavs fell to 13-8. Mobley at 18 points, 15 rebounds. Garland at 18 points, 10 assists. You miss it when Mitchell doesn't put up the points. You do. You miss it. And Wizards beat Minnesota 142-127. But Porzingis, career-high 41, two steals, three blocks, 29 in the first half, 11-11 from the line. How about that? More points, blocks, and steals than Cat and Gobert combined. And Cat was helped off the court of the third quarter. Right leg injury, non-contact. That's not good. That's that's. I get nervous when I hear the non-contact. Celtics 140-105 over the Hornets. Oh yeah, the Wiz are now. Uh, Wiz are 11 and 10. Minnesota's 10 and 11. Celtics improved to. Celtics. What the Celtics are? 17 and 4. Hornets 6 and 15. And Tatum at 35. Jalen McDaniel's at 24 for the. Hornets, Marcus Smart, 22-15 assists in three quarters. That's a career high for him. Lakers were up 17 in the fourth, and there's chance now. Laker fans want them to trade LeBron. Say it's, they're saying the big three isn't working. They blew a 17-point lead, and Andrew Nembard, rookie out of Gonzaga, hit a three-pointer at the buzzer. The Pacers got the win, 116-115. Lakers fell to 7-12. and Pacers improved to 12-8. and Halliburton had 24.7 rebounds, 14 assists. Matherin, 23.8 rebounds off the bench. He is playing out of it. He is a hell of a player, man. And what I see, Davis at 25-13. James, 21, but 8 for 22. 3 for 10 on three-pointers. He hurt his ankle, they said, so he was hobbling around. Couldn't get a lot of lift on his shots. And a guy at halftime, it, the money he built up, 75000 at a half-court shot. And he got a hug from, from, from AD on that one. But yeah, 17 point lead in the fourth quarter, you blow. They're 7 and 12. Not a good season. Suns, fifth straight behind Devin Booker's 44, eight rebounds, six steals. They are 14 and 6 the Suns. Kings are 10 and 9. They beat 
they beat the, the yeah, after the Kings 122-117. King uh, Suns have won five in a row. Celtics four. Nuggets Sixers. Golden State Heat have won three in a row. Spurs have lost eight in a row. Magic have lost five. Jazz have lost five. And the Hawks and T-Wolves have lost three. And New Orleans beat OKC 105-101. New Orleans is 12-8. and eight, And the OKC is 8-13. And, and Nuggets 13-7. And 129-113 and over the Rockets, who are 5-15. Jokic, 32 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. Jamal Murray, 31 points, 5 assists. That's a good little combo right there when they're playing well. Yeah, report Lakers will consider Patrick Beverly trading him after the December after December fifteenth. Who wants him? I mean, he's averaging four points, four rebounds, three assists, but he's he's kind of a headache, isn't he? I, I don't see it. And LeBron is averaging twenty five and change at this pace if he stays healthy. Forty games from breaking Kareem's all time scoring record. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're count. He played a lot more playoff games than Kareem, so that people like you know it's a little bit of a. I mean, it's great that he's passing it, but it's also you're ca- counting regular season and postseason. Kareem did it in, a, in in less games than LeBron has played because with all the playoffs and everything. So, I mean, Kareem unstoppable with that with that hook and a winner, just a winner. Went everywhere he won always high school, college, pros. Kareem doesn't get en- enough respect, in my opinion. And back in the before the season started, they gave Billy Donovan an extension. He had two years left on his original deal, 86 and 88. They made the playoffs last year, first time in four years. They haven't gotten past the first round since Barack Obama was in office, the Bulls. And and Billy Donovan hasn't taken a team past the first round since K- with KD and OKC. They're currently 9-11. and 11, And to top it all off, they also have Zach Levine's last five games averaging 18 points, 33% from the field, 30 from three, and 80% from the foul line. He's averaging 21 points in 34 minutes this season. 40 from the field, 36 from three, 82 from the line. Those splits are the lowest shooting marks of his career since his first season back from since his first season back from the ACL tear. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. They're 9-11. They play at the Suns on Wednesday. Thank you, Bo Muse. And I, I don't know why they gave him an extension. I mean, now they're tied to him for, I don't know, another four, or if they, they buy him out, I, I I don't think he warranted the extension before the season. I guess maybe they feel they're going to turn a corner, and they're really not. They're 9-11. They're not playing great basketball right now. Oh, and the, I, I love this stuff. So Daquan Jeffrey's got a two-way contract with the Knicks. He's averaging 22 points for the Westchester G League. So the guy played three games last year for Memphis, 13 games the year before with the with Houston. I'm like, you know, someone said there's a World Cup game on. Shams Sharania posted that, and I was like, oh, okay, good for him. But I'm like, who Who cares? You know, I mean, it's okay, but it's not like anything I'm getting, like, all super psyched about, right? I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's a guy who may, maybe could help. UVA is playing, number three, 5-0, and o, is playing at unranked Michigan at the ACC Big Ten Challenge, which will be no more next season. It'll be SEC-ACC next season. And tw- number 22, Maryland, 6-0, and o, is at 0-6 Louisville. Kenny Payne, not, not a good start for Louisville. That's 7 p.m., ESPN2. And Cuse is playing Illinois. I think that's the late game. Cuse is three and three. Illinois is number sixteen and five and one. But how about that? O and six Louisville. O and six. Yeah, they lost to Bellarmine too this year. I mean, they have not having a good season. UVA, Michigan's got to get back. I mean, they're five and one. Hey, UNC's went from one to eighteen. So we'll see what happens there. And the Yes Network is trying to get dominantly Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. That's a long shot. He, he has never said that he wants to do announcing, but Dom Mattingly said, when, when when asked, he said the first he ever heard of it happening. I like that. I think that's kind of cool. I think it'd be cool if they got um, Mattingly in the booth and they said, and next year you have to get, Paul O'Neill has to actually be at the games because of the vaccination, which he didn't get. He did all the games at his house, which is ridiculous. And I agree with that. They have to get that. That has to happen. Jeff Skinner, fourth Sabres player with, at least 10 goals this season. Tage Thompson, 14. Victor Olison with 11. And Alex Alex Tuck with, with 10-2. Only other team with as many 10-goal scores. Vancouver with four. But they, they lost to Tampa Bay last night in overtime, 6-5. They're 9-12-1. So you have all these goal scores, but it doesn't, isn't leading to wins. 
and Tampa Bay is 13-7-1. So I was like, okay, you have all these great goal scorers, but it's not leading to wins or anything. And Cl- Clarence Gilliard, I did talk about Irene Cara, 63, she died, and they haven't mentioned it. I, I, I don't know what happened. I hope it's, I don't know what happened, but I loved her. I mean, fame, DC Cab, amazing, amazing work. Loved her. And Clarence Gilliard Jr., who was the old dude who played the, oh, who played the, the tech guy in Die Hard, and he was also on Texas Walker Ranger, 66. He'd given up acting. He was working in the acting department at UNLV. He said he felt he, he was he, he could do more there, which I thought was kind of cool. He died at 66. France, Brazil, Portugal, England, Senegal, they've moved on, and USA. Mitch Marker for the Maple Leaf 17-point win streak, 4-2 over the Red Wings. They are 7-0-2 the last nine, 14-5-5 overall. Detroit is 11-6-4. So he's getting it done, man. He's having a good... Tiger withdraws from the Hero World Challenge, which is going to be in the Bahamas, but he said he's still going to play in that tournament with his son because of plantar fasciitis in his right foot. He said he can't walk. I was like, damn, that sucks. And the last 15 days, this is from Hockey Reference. Hottest teams in hockey. Devils 7-1 their last 15 days. Toronto 6-0-2. Dallas is 4-1-3. Seattle is 5-0, and and Tampa Bay is 5-1. and And Rupe, Rupe Hints for the Stars forward, eight-year, $67.6 million extension, eight goals, 16 assists. I, asked, I have to ask Angus. I don't know anything about him, but I thought that was interesting, and I was like, oh, I, I wanted to talk to him about this because I was like, that's, that's, that's interesting to me. Nate Diaz, free agent, not with the UFC anymore. I guess he'll be going to Bellator somewhere. We'll see what happens. Adam Wainwright, Nestor Cortez will pitch for Team USA at the upcoming World Baseball Classic. And Americans Marty Fish and Bob Bryan were fined for promoting a gambling. They did a DraftKings promo on social media. 10000 each. Fish has been the U.S. captain of the Davis Cups in 2019. They lost in the quarters this season to Italy. But, yeah, listen, it's everywhere. It's not going away. It is everywhere. And I, I, I got this for Hal. I thought this was interesting. This is from Tyler Chandler. This is what Jeff Bagwell says. In an, in an acknowledgement today that he personally felt that Astros had gone too analytic, to, to analytics heavy under James Click, Bagwell said, there are certain things that go on that the numbers can explain. This game is played by humans, man. It's not played by computers. And I wanted to think, get what Dom thought of that and what Hal thought about that because I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that he said it's too analytical. I mean, that's the way the game's going. It is. I mean, they're getting rid of the shift, thank God. But it is. I mean, they, they don't think with their gut. They're like, oh, well, this guy hits this guy. And I feel like it works to a certain degree, but it's it gets out of control, man. Yeah, it just gets out of control. And what did they just say? Should the yeah, Packers wave? But I just saw something about, should the Rams pivot from the strategy that produced a Super Bowl title? Yeah, I guess they're going to have to. Yeah, well, they, they, they gave up. They mortgage the future. Well, now it's coming to bite him in the ass. So everybody's hurt, and they go from Super Bowl to three and eight. So is it worth one season? That's it. Isn't worth a season because the whole thing is is you want continuity. You want to be you want to be good, and you want to stay good, and you want to be competitive year in year out. You don't want to win a Super Bowl and then you're shit. Like the fire sales, the Marlins did every goddamn year. It's bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wouldn't want that with my team. I want them to win every... I want them to be competitive play every single year. Okay, maybe you have to have a rebuild, but you don't want to win a championship and then you're rebuilding the next season because you have all these older guys? Like, you got to bray with the Astros. Hal, no offense. He's 36 years old. You're bringing in an older guy for an older guy. I'm, I'm sorry. He's not like this 22-year-old. Older guys get hurt. They get injured. And, you know, I mean, you're talking about this lineup. Oh, whatever. But he's not a young guy. You know, I, I get nervous with that stuff. I, you know, we'll see what happens, but it's not good, not good at all. All right, let me let me. I I I, I, I got to go to work. So let me let me get to some trivia questions. All right, and yeah, I, I'm I'm all for youth. I, I think you have to build with young guys. It's good to put 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 older guys in there, but I, I'm not expecting Abreu to have a monster season. And I'll eat those words if it happens, but. He had a down season this past year. I mean, he still knocked in 75, 15 home runs. But the year before, he had 30 home runs, knocked in over 100 RBIs. That's a downfall. And he's older. You know, I mean, he's not like a not a spring chicken. And they might bring Gurriel back as a utility guy who, who, as I talked about, is a contact guy, doesn't strike out a lot, and he's a damn good first baseman. So they want the more power. You got more power. We'll see if it pans out. And, and you know, you still haven't heard what Verlander's doing. What's Judge doing? I haven't heard anything. I mean, let's... It, everything's moving kind of slow, right? Moving very slow, but we'll see what happens. Okay, first 
yesterday's trivia question was first game between two AP top 20 teams to go at least four overtimes. Will 2009 Big East tournament number 18 Q's beat number three UConn 127-117 in six overtimes? I remember when I, I went out that night. I got home and the game was still on. I remember it was at a bar. I got home. That's how long the game went on. That was an amazing game. That's when, yeah, that that was those were the great days. The real Big East. Yeah, I miss those days. Syracuse and the ACC just doesn't. Okay, which MLB player with the today's survey question longest active streak without a triple? Who is the lo- who is the longest active streak right now in MLB without a triple? Because it was funny when I, I think about when I was watching Hal's baseball team play fast pitch, a lot of singles. Nobody was really legging out doubles. It was all singles. And I was I said, can I be a pitch runner? I said I just wanted to go up and hit one time and run the bases. Next year, when I go next time, I want to play in that game. Now I'm not a good fielder, but I would like to I'd like to try to hit. That would be fun. Though I'm not, a, I'm not, you know, the balls will be coming in kind of fast. But I'd like to run or be a pinch runner. That I would like to be. Just let me run the bases the whole day. Yeah, I'm a little wound up. I'm a little wound up. All right. Send my love to Michigan, my parents. Uh, Jason, awesome stuff you gave me today. Awesome stuff. Zach Barnett, that was a cool thing about Texas Tech and, and Oklahoma. That the Quinfecta, and they still won the game. They lost the Quinfecta and still won the game. USA, amazing. Uh, Polisic, you are the face of the of of the team of the national team, and you got the team to the knockout round. Now anything's possible. Netherlands are the better team on paper, but you still have to play the game. We'll see what happens. You beat Iran, and that was a big win. And you know we'll see what happens. Now you're playing with house money. Congrats, Andrew, on England's win over Wales, and the Nets won. Rangers are in trouble. Not playing great hockey right now. Knicks also. At, at the Pistons tonight. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and football, we'll see Jets, huge game. Giants, big game. Both teams. Both teams 7-4, and four, right? Are they both 7-4? and four? Damn, you know what? I think they're both. Yeah, that's true. They're both 7-4 and four in the full standings. The Jets are 7-4. and four. The Giants are 7-4. and four. And the Jets are three and three at home. The Giants are four and two. Giants have lost two. Jets won one. Dolphins five in a row, eight and three. Bills one two. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. All right. Everybody have a great night. Peace out. I'll talk to you soon. USA! 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 Gumbo Chef. I'm proud of you, man. I'm gonna see you Thursday. We're working out. Peace out. Adios. <laughs>